0: Hello readers, we left off, um, finishing up chapter 72, so we are moving on to chapter 73, and, um, if you recall, we have Rico 1 and, or Rico 3, um, and Rico 2 that have, um, that have been removed. So we are left with one Rico standing. So here we go. Chapter 73, The Chase. Rico one was standing in the great meadow. He stared up at the smoking hill of ash and then down at the stampede of footprints around it. There had been a large bonfire with hundreds of animals and one robot, but why? The Rico couldn't make sense of what he was seeing. After thoroughly exploring the site, he continued through the meadow and into the forest. It was around that time that he lost communication with Rico 3, then Rico 2, and he knew that his partners had both been destroyed. Rico 1 would have to hunt down the target by himself. The hunter marched on. His blocky head swiveled from side to side, scanning for any sign of Roz. He was soon gazing across the glassy surface of a beaver pond. On the far side, a thread of smoke drifted up from another of those wooden domes. With his powerful legs, the robot launched himself up through the air, soaring in a high graceful arc over the pond and down to the other side. His heavy feet slammed into the ground leaving deep craters in the garden by the dome. He hunched over and looked inside. Fur and feathers and the dying coals of a fire. But the target wasn't in there. The Rico stood perfectly still and watched as a soft rain started dripping down through the tears of the forest. And then he sensed it. Up in the canopy was something that didn't belong. Roz had been spotted. The hunter watched his target drop from branch to branch down to the forest floor. Then she bounded away through the thickly tangled underbrush without stirring a leaf, without snapping a twig, and vanished into the green. However, Rico One had other means of tracking her. He could sense her electric, electronic signal The signal was gliding around the edge of the pond, but it was fading fast. A few more seconds and he would lose it entirely. Rico one burst into a sprint. The forest seemed to sway and quake from his stomping strides. And a minute later, the forest really did begin to move. Trees were toppling down onto the Rico. He fired his rifle and two toppling trees turned to ash but then a third swung down through the smoke and hammered his body into the ground. Rico One shoved the tree aside, pulled himself up, and continued to hunt. He didn't notice the beavers diving back into the pond. Rico One tore through brambles and leaped over boulders, and suddenly the ground was caving beneath him. Down he fell into a deep pit, crashing against the bottom and twisting his leg. The robot violently pounded his leg back into shape. Then he launched himself up and out of the pit. He didn't notice the groundhogs watching from their tunnels. The hunter faced one trap after another. He was pelted with flaming pie cones and tripped by taut vines and crunched by tumbling rocks. The hunter now limped and rattled and was covered in scars, but he kept going. Roz galloped back and forth across the island again and again as he tried to lose Rico One. But no matter how fast she ran, or how well she hid, or how many animals helped, she couldn't escape the sound of the hunter's stomping footsteps. She had never run so hard for so long. And while her mechanical body was holding up, her wooden foot was not. After hours of relentless pounding, it finally gave out she was galloping through the rocky forest by the sea cliffs when her foot splintered apart as soon as Rico one found the fresh wooden splinters he knew his target was in trouble he stomped out from the trees onto the clifftop and scanned the coastline below geese were flying down through the drizzle otters were wiggling over the rocks Seaweed and driftwood and broken robot parts were scattered about the shore, but the hunter also sensed a faint electric electronic, excuse me, signal. Roz was down there somewhere. The hunters blocky hand clamped onto the cliff top and then it detached. The hand was connected to a strong cable that spooled out from the end of his arm. He gave the, quick, the cable two quick tugs and then he stepped off the ledge. Rico one zipped down the cliffside, one arm releasing cable, the other clutching his rifle and he slowed to a gentle stop just before. Yeah. Sorry. Just as he reached the ground then, high above, the robot's hand unclamped and followed the cable all the way down until it snapped right back onto the end of his arm. Geese squawked and otters squeaked as Rico One marched through the robot gravesite. The place was littered with torsos and limbs and heads. They were all valuable parts, but he would collect them later. For now, his only Concern was finding Roz. He followed the electronic signal over to a clump of seaweed. But where was his target? Was RICO-1's sensor malfunctioning? The robot tapped his head a few times, but the mysterious signal remained. He looked around for any other sign of her. And as he did, the clump of seaweed reached up and grasped his rifle. Chapter 74, The Click. Four robot hands were clamped on the rifle. Rico one loomed above. Roz lay below, camouflaged in seaweed. For a moment, all was still. And then the hunter suddenly lurched and twisted as he tried to rip the rifle away from his target. But Roz held on. Seaweed fell from her body as she was lifted right off the ground. Her legs dangled in the air until she pounded a foot and a stump against the hunters broad chest, leaned back and pulled on the rifle with all her strength. Waves crashed as the robots grappled for the weapon, but Roz was no match for Rico one. The hunter, was too big and too brutal. Roz could feel her body being pulled apart, but she could also feel the rifle being pulled apart. A faint glow appeared between her hands. The glow grew brighter and brighter and then a blinding explosion launched the robots in opposite directions. When the smoke cleared, shards of the rifle were everywhere. Rico's one's body was pocketed with holes and one arm was charred and crippled. Roz's arm and leg had been blown completely off. She was now just a torso and a head. And In- Inside her computer brain, our robot's survival instincts were blaring. Her battered body simply could not take any more damage. Clearly Roz was not designed for combat, but the Rico was. He pulled himself to his feet and hobbled toward his target. Roz wanted to get up and run away, but without arms and legs, our robot couldn't move. She could only speak. Please do not deactivate me, she said. Rico One ignored her. His blocky hand reached past her face and touched the back of her head. Click. Oh my goodness, readers. What, what will happen to our dear Roz? My heart is sad. All right. Till next time. Bye readers.